Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. I praise the Lord this morning because he is great. He has done so many wonderful things for us. Join me as I share with you the words of the song composed by John R. Rice, the fourth stanza, the song entitled, Jesus Loves Me. He said, what can I do for Jesus? How may I him repay? Or to tell all the story of his salvation's way. Never a theme for singing, never a truth for praise. As Jesus' love for sinners, I'll sing it all my days. Jesus loves me, yes, Jesus loves me. For me he died, and the crimson tide proves that he loves me, that Jesus loves me. So sing it again, that Jesus loves me. What a joy to know that Jesus loves each and every one of us. We are looking at this matter of the keys to a happy lasting marriage. And this morning, we want to move right into key number one. Yes, it is true that first of all, we need to have love. A happy lasting marriage will last because of our love for God to start with, and then our love for each other. But key number one, I wish to share with you this morning, and I want you to follow along with me. You may not agree with me that it is number one. It doesn't matter what number you put it, but there must be maturity. If you want to have a happy, lasting marriage, there must be maturity. Let me give you who are not married some advice. Never get married seeking happiness. If you or your mate is immature, you will only frustrate your life. And if no change, you will wish that you were never married and you will find ways to get out of your marriage. What will cause that? Immaturity. Immature people are usually selfish people. You find that in children that are not properly trained. When you see them wanting to have their own way, we conclude he or she needs to be trained. But when a bigger person behaves that way, we tend to say you're behaving like a child. If a young man or a woman who grew up without properly discipline, he or she will go into marriage so immature that they will want their own way in just about every situation. And as you think of that, that spells disaster. It is not true that when someone gets married that every bad habit that they had change. It is not true that they become mature because they have taken on marriage. No. The way we are brought up, it goes along with us in life. Today, I look at marriage as a vehicle which operates with engine and transmission. Follow with me and you will find this illustration to be very encouraging. When I was a young lad, there was an old car in the yard scrapped. I used to live in East End. I would get in the car and pretend that I am driving. It had a wheel and a gear shift. I believe if I could remember well, that's what it had. The engine would be the sound of my mouth. You know how you would do that. And I would use the shift to change gears. To me, 
That was fun. When I was in my teens, I had the privilege to get into several vehicles and play like I was driving. And I would shift gears as to learn how to shift gears. That too was easy. But when I was given the opportunity to actually start the engine of a car and drive off the vehicle, I learned what I never even thought of before. Or I learned what I thought I knew. I learned that if I don't put the clutch down to the floor, and if the gear shift is not in the right position, the gear will scrape and won't shift properly. I learned that in releasing the clutch, if I do not release it properly, the vehicle would jump and stall. So many times while I would try to release the clutch slowly, my, 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 my foot would be trembling as I tried to release the clutch because I know I need to do it slowly with the right amount of gas so that the vehicle would roll off. You see, the scraping of the gears, the manufacturer knows that in order to build those moving parts, in order to bring them together while they were building them, there must be a synchronizer that adjusts and aligns the gear to shift to the other gear without mesh or noise. Gotta be something that will cause them to align and from one gear to the next, first to second, second to third, third to fourth, fourth to fifth, fifth to fourth, fourth to third, and you know, whether up or down. There must be a synchronizer. There is a synchronizer gear in marriage that is called unselfishness. Please remember this. What is the, the name of the gear that synchronizes unselfishness? If two mature people come together in marriage, having a spirit of selfishness, they will find it very hard to adjust. If immaturity and selfishness is brought into a marriage, that marriage will be filled with bad gears changing. And wherever people are and you are dear, it won't be long before they will hear their gears slashing and scraping. Notice, as long as the car was standing still without the engine running and the wheels turning, it was okay. When two people join together in marriage, action begins. Just like when the engine is turning and the wheels are rolling. The more active they are, the more potential conflict can be expected. Conflict needs not be fatal. Conflict in marriage is expected. Don't be surprised that when you are married that you will find conflict in marriage. It may seem like the other person, our persons, they are not having conflict in their marriage. No, it is just how they are handling it. Conflict in marriage is expected, so don't be surprised. It is so amazing to note that God's way of doing things is different to ours. Man's way of getting is taking. God's way of getting is given and given a lot. If you want to have real happiness in your marriage, then you got to pay attention to Luke chapter 8 and verse 38. Give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, 
pressed down, shaken together, running over, so shall men give into your bosom. For with the same measure you use, it will be measured to you again. You know 2 Corinthians 4, 6? He that sweat sparingly shall reap sparingly, and he that sweat bountifully shall reap bountifully. Would you believe? Our time is up. I'll talk to you next morning. Father, thank you so much. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Thank you for the encouragement that you have gained us, given us in your word. Thank you, dear God, for how you have made it possible that we can live these lives together happily if we can only follow the manual. You have your way with us. You get honor. You get glory. We love you and praise you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. God bless you. Have a great day in the Lord.